Welcome to the Tone Jerks Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Gower, and with me today, we got... Kyle McIntyre. Oh, I'm yeah. Here. He's here. So, Kyle, uh, new episode. What is new in your world? No, well, that was, the episode's not out yet, dude. I was trying something new. Anyway, <laughs> what is new in your world, Kyle? What is shaking? What is grooving? What is good? Whew, man. Not a whole lot. <laughs> Next topic. <laughs> yeah, you like okay. yeah, You haven't done that in a while. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. I might have to. <laughs> to dust, thanks for reminding dust me. Dust that one off. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I got a synthesizer. Nice. I got a Korg Mini Log. Oh yeah. Okay. So had, the one you were talking about. Yeah. I had, you, got yes. it, you got it in. So I had looked and looked and done some research, and I I think that for a beginner synth. This is like all I need to basically kind of break in and just kind of feel it out, and it's not a bad that not a bad one. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's I wouldn't say it's like over the top, but it's like a good basic a synth. I actually when it's your it's your basic bro synth, it's kind of your yeah yeah it's, uh, you're getting bro into synth it. yeah <laughs> sounds like a different whoa <laughs> whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a shitty style genre. Just Fuck. get a. Hey, we saw a bro synth band the other yeah. day, <laughs> and and actually he was playing one at uh, least. So they're definitely exactly. definitely a bunch of bros. I'm in the pocket. Um, no, what's cool about this one is I didn't realize it when I bought it. Um, he changed out all the knobs, mm-hmm. which was uh pretty awesome actually. They're, they're aluminum. all aluminum mm-hmm. instead of plastic, and they have. Like the indicator line on yeah. them, instead of just being like a black line, like engraved in the top and not having, it's like a black knob. Like the, the original ones are a black knob with a black line. Yeah. So you can't. And you're like, yeah, you can't see where you'd have to go and paint them all with like modeling. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm done to painting my lead soldiers. Let me just start doing yeah. these. <laughs> um, so, no, no, no. That's really cool. Yeah. Cause you're, that's a. Uh... I don't know. It's a nice little upgrade. It is. It's a. You would have had to do that yourself, or no? Find out. That I don't know how much it. you spent on all those knobs too, because I actually got it for a better deal than what a lot of them were going on Reverb. Yeah. Well, you so, can tire kick and be like, "Well, yeah, it's not original knobs. Sorry." Yeah, Go but I, I didn't know. Like, I could, I could email them back. I'm like, yeah, it's working really great, but those knobs suck. I want, I want, I want uh, three hundred bucks back. I need sixty nine dollars back. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> bah, 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 bah. And sixty nine cents. <laughs> So it's cool. It's got. Actually, I'm just gonna give you 420, baby. <laughs> yeah, and it sounds pretty good. Um, I need to run it with headphones, but um, yeah. you've been running it into the orange. Yes, into the orange. Nice. I'm not like going. I'm not doing like low dBs. Like, yeah, <laughs> blowing it up. But yeah, it's fun. And if you, I mean, running it like you know low volumes, it's not like you're cranking it up. No, here. but the thing is, that thing can't. You can't. You can't hear anything like in the lowest octave on this. Nothing, it does not come through on the amp. Oh, it's really? Just, it just yeah. can't. Because yeah. I'm like, oh, what's that? Oh, they're just like, going, all right, well, not really getting a whole lot of tone. Yeah, that's that. cool. Maybe with the amp egg. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and then I got another thing. Is it just one output? It should have, I don't know, flip it over. Let's oh, it's see. got a headphone out. I guess, I don't know, that, that probably should have used, but 
don't know the difference on the... I guess you can just put it into a splitter, and you can run it into the Ampeg and the Orange. Oh, shit. And then you go... Highs and lows. Yeah. Um... I'm just trying to like, works, pawn more shit off on you. I'm like, oh man, I have yeah. like my uh, PA with uh, my two fifteens, uh, like my JBLs. I'm like, oh, that'd probably be you better for you. Should set them up in here with the stands. Just get them out out of my fucking hair <laughs> <laughs> and dump them off in your your yeah. garage. Well, you got a couple other things cleaned up in here, so you yeah. got some space, dude. I that you t- the- finally took out the trash. We're looking good here at Tom Drake yeah, Central. Took the trash out. Cause I was like, I'm playing video games. And I have bugs flying around. I'm like, fucking Christ! Oh god, I guess, I guess, I take all the fucking. It's gonna be me, I guess. It's <laughs> gonna the, be me to do this. You're the only one on here, or maybe you're on with like you're playing games with like what Sean? <laughs> god, Sean, would you take out the trash? <laughs> He's like, I did, cause I'm an adult. <laughs> yeah, I'm not touching I'm your functioning trash. adult in the world. Um, what? 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 I last time, it out. last time we were here, also, I had like a stack of boxes all the way to the ceiling. From work. Oh, Remember from that? work. So I took care of that the other day. It was just like, yeah, the whole back just, wall here was like man, filled with like just boxes and shit. A lot of work. I <laughs> I also like how, because um, the way we record these, we record you know the main episode and the Patreon and stuff like that, and then people on the main episode don't know what you do for a living, and what, but people on the Patreon do, and I think we <laughs> we should kind of keep it that way because <laughs> yeah. people say, oh, Kyle got a new job. What does he do? I'm like, well, we've already talked about it. But it's on the page. <laughs> so we've talked to people in like IRL and they're like, hey, Kyle, congrats on the new job. You guys talk what about it all the time. Do what do you do? You, do? <laughs> you yeah. sound like you're flying out here. You're training. Are you you're a spy yeah. or something. <laughs> <laughs> flying out to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. <laughs> for a secret recon. <laughs> yeah. It's Minnesota your, in quotations. You got your dossier on your <laughs> shit. <laughs> Anyways. Anyway, let's keep that. You know. Anyways, so. Back to it. So you, mini log. I got the you, mini log. You, you, I also you. got a Volca Beats, also from Korg. Okay. So it is a just a drum generator, just a beat generator, which is cool. I it's, only really know them from the you know the great work they did with the Miku Stomp, <laughs> but I'm assuming Korg's got some good uh, so synth far so products. good. Okay. Yeah. No, definitely their synths are awesome. This is like a, what's cool is also. Is it's also analog. Okay. So it's it probably has some digital features in it, but it's got through whole mounts on the inside. Yeah, you were which saying is really that cool. Like, yeah. And I, I was like looking today, I was like, oh let me see a little more how to operate this thing and I, I figured out a lot on my own actually. There's not a whole lot of buttons, right? Yeah. yeah I'll, I'll post a picture of this. Um I already did in the group, but I, yeah, I can you, post a better one. Yeah, I'll post one on Instagram. It, it's kinda cool. It's got like the keys are like they're not actual keys. They're just like the It's pretty the cool looking. Like even this with the mini log, it's just like, even yeah. the, I don't know, the mini log has, I guess, a wood front um, with yeah. the inputs and stuff like that. Like this, like, it looks like a retro, like 80s video game. <laughs> like yeah, one of those it's ones. it's super where, small. It's actually, I, I, I like the it's way. It's like just a little wider than like the descent pedal. Yeah. So it's like about the size. <laughs> it's size small. Or like maybe the, like a little bit more Maybe like an a, a shallow HX stomp. Than, it's like the same yeah, width yeah. as like an HX stomp. Yeah. It's very cool. Nice. Um, so it's analog. I was I, I I'm like just doing some research on my break at work, and I'm, which is any time I want, basically. If you want to know, <laughs> talking more about work, but being so ominous about what you do. <laughs> and I was looking, and people actually mod these. So okay. you actually, you can put switches on certain circuits, and some yeah. guy put like a white noise function, so you can have it like you can turn up the uh, a, a pot and basically have this the background noise just this like. You know, it's kind of cool. 
there's actually a white noise function on the mini log. Nice. So I'm like, okay, that's cool. It's just, I don't know, it's it's fun. You can yeah. actually save a beat. You can um, recall it and stuff too. Yeah. Nice. And it, you can, I haven't gotten too far into it, but you can sequence, you don't have to just record it. You can record it if you want, like actually tap it out, do, ka, do, ka, or you can basically load, here's your 16 buttons, right? 16 buttons. And you can go through and actually tap. Okay, I want a drum. I want kick here, 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 and here. Now I want snare here, 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 and here. Now you know it's, it's just it's cool. Yeah, no, nice. You're getting into it. Yeah, yeah. So nice yeah. to you know just practice those and see how I can use them together. And there's MIDI function. I got to figure out how they talk. They can talk to each other. I just have to figure out how. Yeah, you're gonna have to learn the MIDI MIDI world. Yeah. I barely know it, so. You're on your own, buddy. I'm wait. I'm waving. Bye. <laughs> Good luck, Kyle. I'm leaving on a jet plane. I'll have to do. A, I'll have to redo the artwork for the podcast and like change it from you having a bass to having synth set up and just like <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> like instead of your normal, uh, you know, gla- glasses have like you know like I don't know like the like a cyclops or like 3D glasses or something or, like that. Or like the ones that are black and white and offset. Yeah, like <laughs> just like, <laughs> like the Devo's most generic. Style. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just put, put a Devo Revenge hat on Revenge of the me. Nerds. That was, yeah. That, like Devo hat with a bill, though. Keep the bill on a there. A rap by little old me, Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's basically uh, what I got. What do you got? Uh, let's see. I'll uh, end it with some gear stuff. Last weekend, I went to an anime convention. Oh, shocker. In San Diego. I mean, yeah, I've, actually, never, actually, I've, I've never actually been. So <laughs> when you told like, me, I'm like, wait, what are you doing? It was a first uh, time actually going to one of these conventions. I've, you know, I like the thing is I've been to Nam, so to yeah. me, I'm like other people who are not from, you know, even like flying out there, they're like, oh, I don't know what to expect. It's huge, and da da da. And I'm like, no, that's fucking it's cakewalk. Da da da. You go talk to anybody. Yeah. He's like, I, I was like-minded individuals. Know how to like go all over the floor and where where to go and just navigate the whole thing. I'm like, yeah, no, it's a piece of cake. And then going to an anime convention, which in San Diego, which yeah. is a, a smaller one, so it's not like AX in LA, which is like really really big and daunting and stuff like that it's like you know droves of people this was in san diego it's like at the mission valley marriott not people who aren't from san diego don't it's, give a, don't, uh, don't it's give, in hotel circle don't don't give don't, a, don't give a shit where it was but it was cool it's actually <laughs> a lot of fun because i've been like it's something i'm also into so i'm like okay and it was like 20 bucks to go and i was like yeah it's not a big deal and local so i'm like oh, okay supporting local you know whatever cons and stuff like that and i'm like okay cool you know if it's not nobody's gonna go then they're not gonna keep doing it yada yada but there's a good amount of people there. So you're fighting the good fight. Yeah, know? I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm doing doing a service. Um, but no, it was very, it was really cool. It was just like, you know, peop, you know, there's voice actors for anime. There's like artists. There's like people selling shit. There's, you know, just a bunch of nerd anime shit. And I was like, I love every minute of it. And I'm like, there's like, you know, cosplayers and everything like that. Yeah. And just like, yeah, I had, I had a lot of fun. And, you know, just like, it's funny because I'm like, oh, I'm just hanging out. And I went there, you know, stag, went there solo. And none of my friends who like anime could go. And I was just kind of like, oh, I'm not going to not go. Didn't like, ask me. Yeah. But okay. Kyle, you're like, uh, how about a hell no? <laughs> I let walk in there. Five seconds. This place is late. <laughs> no, it's like. I'm going home. <laughs> it's like uh, the Simpsons episode where um, Abe Simpson, uh, you know, uh, Bart's uh, grandpa walks into like the. Um, boudoir house and he sees Bart at the door and he's like walks out like walks in takes his hat off puts on the stand sees Bart whoop, puts his hat back on and walks right out the door he's like whoop <laughs> that's exactly what you do you walk into the thing see everybody whoop <laughs> you get into an Uber I'm in the wrong place 
<laughs> you get back in the same Uber that hasn't even taken yeah, off Yeah, you yet. just like <laughs> Chris Farley style, lock your tie onto the bumper and just get dragged out. <laughs> <laughs> Holy hell. Stop the car. <laughs> anyway, it was a lot of fun. So to me, I'm like, okay, that was something not gear related. But I don't know. It was, for me, it's funny, like, because I'm like, of course, like, they had beer there. So I'm like, getting some beers, bro. Yeah. And it's a lot of fun just to talk to people who are into the same thing that you are. And it's like so many different, like, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, to compare it to, because like, I have to make the comparison, like people who are into a guitar, you know, like, anybody from this every isn't different a guitar podcast, though. you know, different walks of, you know, life and different like backgrounds or whatever, you have a similar interest. You can spark conversations about anything and anyone about, you know, something that you like. And it was like funny. It's like, talk to like some, like, I mean, some people who are dorks, a lot of people are dorks, <laughs> and you can talk to them. It's like, hey, cool, we're, you know, you, yeah, you know, having a beer, just talking about the anime that you like, and I'm like, oh, okay, cool, we're talking about the season anime that we like, stuff, some, some of our favorites, and like what we bought, what we want to get, and voice actors, whatever. It was fun. It was cool. I, you know, bought some crap that I really don't need, and I was like, I left there. I'm like, why did I get that? I don't fucking need this. I bought like. Like a lanyard that I'm like, oh, I guess I could put the I could show podcast U- podcast USB yeah. so I don't lose it and attach it to the <laughs> to this thing and it's like, oh, it's Konosuba, okay. And then I'm like, oh, I bought like a figure that I can put on top of one of my like uh, studio monitors. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, you got a figure? Yeah, I Your bought first a, figure. Yeah, first figure. I don't know if I'm gonna buy more Slippery of these. Slope, I hear. Maybe, yeah. I'd rather put my anime on my pedals than on figures, but it was just one. And I was like, oh, I get the scene on and. Put it on my of course monitor. Oh. Of all the ones you could have got. She's my favorite no one. No Kirito. No, he's no Goku. He's like no. No uh, Vegeta. Vegeta and Vegeta. I think no would. Krillin. <laughs> Krillin's probably the best. <laughs> he's like the lamest Dragon Ball Z. He's the best. He's, he's the... like it's uh, like okay. Now we're gonna go off track. Krillin from Dragon Ball Z is, and he never gets credit for it. He is the strongest human. Yeah, he's not. He's not. He's not. He's not. He's not an alien. He's not a, like a you know like a super like he's not an android or anything. He's a human. Right. He's the only one, and he's the strongest one. All right, I'll, and I'll everybody's just like, oh, he's the fucking lamest character. I'm like, yeah, because he's short, bald. What like, was the little. other guy who got killed like immediately? Yamcha. Yeah, yeah, he was supposed to be the strongest. right? Well, he was just like the. He's like he's like a hipster kind of like I'm the cool guy, and he's like celebrity, right? Yeah. And, and then just he just always, gets instantly like always murdered. Killed, always killed in his ass beat. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Send Yamcha. See how strong this guy is. Anyways, but I just wanted to mention that. Um, so it was fun. It was kind of cool. And I was just like, you know, uh, I do like anime. And it was kind of cool to support something like that. I might go, like I mentioned, that there's anime conventions all around the, you know, U.S. And so I might want to try and make a destination trip to go like somewhere. Do at, it. And then like, oh, okay, I'll go to this con for like a day or two and then like actually see something else. I'm like, I really want to go up to, you mean you, you did it a while back, but like Portland, Seattle area. I did not do that though. No, you, you, you know, you, you did, you see a site. So I'm like, oh, I'd go to this convention and then go around yeah, and just travel. Don't get it twisted. I don't want people thinking, Sick wait, Kyle it. went up there for what? <laughs> no, you didn't do that. But yeah, so uh, that was the non-gear related stuff that I'm like, you know, I f- think it's worth mentioning because, you know, hey, sometimes, you you know, we got to We want to know what's up with you, dude. Yeah, what, what, what I'm up to. Um, but besides that, I did uh, sell some gear. So back to switching gears oh, into thank gear. God. Uh, sold that rack tuner. Hell yeah. Yep, that uh, Korg rack tuner. So like, I Wait, had- there's a Korg? Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> you could have had a tuner for your <laughs> <my> synth. <laughs> 
<laughs> it better be fucking in tune. And you just check. Yep, 100% in tune. <laughs> cool. It doesn't waver glad at I bought, all. Glad I bought this from Brian. <laughs> yeah. I would sell it to you for sure. Anyway, oh, yeah. so I, I mentioned this like, six-face rack case that I've got rid of the case and selling the rack pieces out. And I totally don't need them. Anyways, especially a rack tuner, which is cool if you have that setup to, that you know calls for it because yeah. you have it in your four-space rack. Yeah, I have one still. And it's easy because I'm like, oh, you can, you know, a tuner always there. Yada, yada. I don't have that anymore. So I'm like, well, I don't need this. So I sold it on Reverb. Um, it was uh, pretty... I did not get a deal or anything for it. I got You, you got it moved. I got it moved and I got like 40 <laughs> bucks for it, which I'm like, okay. 40 bucks is better than yeah. just sitting on, you know, a drawer. Or, or, sorry, on a, on a shelf. I'm like, I just need to get rid of this. How somebody, many double-deckers is that? Yeah, somebody... Okay. People talk, yeah. oh, you got this many cup of coffee. Who cares about coffee? I'm it's all about double-deckers those, and Taco Bell. Those double Ds, man. <laughs> yeah. That's... Hey... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that was a good one. That just came to me right now. Um, all these years. Let's see. So I, got, I mean, I got rid of that, and uh, yeah, it's fine. I didn't get any money for any good like money. I just got cash in. I got it moved. Got it gone. I did buy something. So pretty much, I uh, lost that forty dollars <laughs> real quick. <laughs> so on reverb, I was just like, you know how you do like I don't know, you're bored, and I'm like, oh, I'm, I can't sleep, and so I'm like, okay, well, you check reverb out, and I'm like, you're, which you probably shouldn't do. Mm. You should probably. Yeah. Get off your phone if you're trying to fall asleep. But it's I was, like one o'clock. You're like, why is this guy accepting my offer? I have my yeah. I have my <laughs> search normal searches I go to, <laughs> and the one I've talked about it before, but it's now a reality. A long time ago, actually. Uh, of my mini game, I like my mini pedals. I sold my mini reverb, which was the Maleco uh-huh. uh, Chicken Spring Reverb. It's li- great. I liked it, but it was so much. It yeah. was like I had it barely on, just to like <laughs> this is the kind of reverb that I like. I do like spring reverb, and I will leave spring reverb on the whole time, normally, when I play conventional pedals. Yeah. So I leave my Strymon Flint on when I have my bigger board. But I have my mini pedal board. Strymon. And I want my mini, <laughs> mini pedal board on my Pedal Train Nano. So I got the Wampler Spring Faux Reverb, the mini one. And that was the Fox. The Fox Reverb. Fox Reverb. <laughs> uh, Fox. That's, a, that's fake reverb. Yeah. yeah, okay. What the so, fuck's so, wrong with that? So, something wrong with that. <laughs> Anyways, um, so I got that in. And uh, I guess the, the whole thing is, I saw it on Reverb for $90 free shipping. And I was like, uh, mm. got a shoot or shoot, so I gave him an offer. Uh, I was like, 75 <laughs> Which is, 90 is the best I've ever I've ever seen it for. I've I seen bet it. he could do better. Well, you know, like I said, do it. Shoot your shot, kid. If he's got a make offer on it. Yeah, he's got he's got the room. The worst thing they can do is just come down a fucking penny. Yeah. I've had that. And then yeah, that like fuck or not. Anyway, so you. the guy had just uh, like he put it on like maybe a three hours before I saw it and made the offer. I'm like, hey, 75 bucks. He's like, and then he like honestly like declined it. He's like, I'm gonna leave it at 90. Just because I'm like, let me see if it sells. If it doesn't, then I'll come back to you. But he's like, I don't think I, it's a good, it's a bad price of what I'm asking. Hey, you know, I'm just going to deny your offer. So nice. he gave me like a really like, you know, that's a, a reason good, why. That's and a I'm good like, way. And I'm hundred percent. I'm like, 90 is probably the best I've ever seen with free shipping. And so I just said, he's like, but if you want it now, I'll ship it out today. So I'm like, bye now. <laughs> All right. So I just bought it. I paid the guy 90 bucks and it is like pretty much unused. Yeah, that thing is like clean. It's brand new. No, not even Velcro on it. It's not mint. that that not that it matters, but there's no Velcro on it. It came with the box, the original instructions, the stickers, the uh, Wampler, uh, the pick. Uh, you know, bag that has the Wampler on there. You know, name on there. Nice. And like all the original like packaging and stuff like that. I'm like, 
Very cool. He said like he got it uh, as, a, as a store demo. So he got it for a cheaper price. And he's like, I never used it. I don't really like it. I'm going to move it along. So I'm like, cool. Got nice. it. I'm really enjoyed. I played it today. And I'm like, it is, uh, I told you, it's a good, boring spring reverb. That sounds great. That's what you want. I like that. And you, Kyle, I don't think this is a reverb for you because it is just boring. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Does it has, have six settings that allow you to do a reverse reverb? <laughs> nope. It has a mix knob. It has a depth and a tone. And the tone is not very, it's like, it kind of like a little dark or like it doesn't get too bright. It's like, I'm like, it is the vanilla of the reverbs. And I love it. It's a, such a great, and it's Wampler, so it's good quality, good, you know. Good stuff. So and it's want, mini and it's I'm I'm super stoked on it. So uh, that was that. I'm trying to think of anything else. We did have a gig. So this is both of us. <sighs> Something new for both of us. You reminded me of this gig. So yeah, we're bringing it along to here. We had a gig on uh, this past weekend, and it was an outdoor gig. And we yeah, kind which we haven't played an outdoor gig in a long time. Yeah. So it was like a street fair festival kind of thing. So last time we played one was it was it actually. Uh, rock and roll marathon. So it's been. Oh, it's been. Damn, I don't think it's been a decade, but I think it maybe you're it, right. Yeah, I think it was at 2009, 2008. Dang, it's been a long time since we played outside. Yeah, we're and yeah, we're indoor, indoor kids. Indoor, <laughs> we're the indoor kids. <laughs> so we kind of don't know what to expect, and especially because I'm like, are they miking? And you can't really judge a room because the exactly. earth is the room. <laughs> that was my joke when we we're on stage. No one liked it. And yeah, it was, anyway, so we got there and we're like, okay, we need to prepare for the worst. So we brought the big guns. Oh, yeah. And I'm talking, what would you, what, what rig did you bring, uh, Kyle? I brought uh, the SCT-3. Yep. Some might debate that's not the big gun. But it's, it's you know, powerful. 450 watts. Hell yeah. yeah. On the A-10. With the A-10, you know, classic, oh, yeah. the refrigerator. Oh, man. And I brought the 412 uh, PPC uh, orange cab I have, and then I brought my uh, Rocker Verb 50. So yeah. we're like, okay, we're prepared for this. Yeah. Which These we, can get quiet if they have to. Yeah. And, but you know, I doubt they, they will. <laughs> they have master volumes on there. Yeah. And anyway, so that's what we got. And then, so we're prepared. We can turn down, and then if they mic it, cool. Then we just, in order if they do DI for you, yeah. cool. It just don't need to be that loud, just stage volume for us. But anyway, so we got there, and it was cool. There's people, you know, around, people coming in, people watching bands, a lot of cool mixture of bands. People walking on the street. Yeah, and the sound guy, let me just say, a sound guy can make a great band or a great instrument sound like shit. Not that and, we're great. And this, now I'm not saying about us, but uh, what she did fuck our setup. Uh, like, okay, like a band mainsail. Uh, pop, uh, like friends of ours, pop punk band, great guys, great band, yeah. great, good tones. He was able to make, um, for example, the bass player's rig. He uh, used your cab. Yep. And he had an AD200 orange all tube head and with with nice pedals. And he had a you know good uh, signal flow in there. And he had like, you know, P bass with quarter pounders and everything in there. Great rig, right? Yeah. He was a, the sound guy was able to make it sound like shit because he had the levels wrong and it was clipping every time the guy hit a certain thing. I'm like, okay, it's like, why, why gain it so high? Anyway, the sound guy had, uh, we watched uh, several bands before us. Yeah, I think like at least three, three, three bands, three or four bands before us. And then we heard the band before them. Before yeah, we, so we heard the story. So it was like a thing, like our stage had eight bands. We showed up and we were able to catch like three before us and the one after us. Um, because we're gentlemen. 
Yeah, and <laughs> he found a way to make everybody have a problem. Just, Something yeah. was wrong with everyone. This guitar was wrong. This, you know, vocal was wrong. This wedge didn't work. This, and it was different for every band. So we we're like, oh, geez. <laughs> so like one of the bands, uh, we, I, we, Kyle and I thought like, okay, we saw them. The uh, bass player had like, you know, an acoustic uh, bass combo, but he was running a DI out of that. So it was like, you know, a good thing. He had like a cool, you know, he had like what the... American P bass and stuff like that. Really cool, yeah. like, rig. And he had, like, really nice, like, it's just boss MXR pedals. Yeah. He had the chorus. He had the... Um, he had the bass chorus. Bass he overdrive. had the phase 90. Yeah. Yeah, he had the... Was it boss uh, OB? Yeah, the overdriver o- yeah. bass one. ODB. Yeah. that Yeah, and it sounded good. And he sounded great, but we were like, dude, like, cause, uh, to me, instantly, I thought, like, oh, his pedals are clipping this thing. And we found out it was the guitar player. It kept on, like, he just, like... It sounded like a tremolo on there, because it was like... Was it, <laughs> yeah exactly it would play oh and the thing is God. Like, and I'm like dude there's a bad cable there's yeah, a bad I, there's a bad cable or that mic's bad change it out and so the guy did he took the mic off he changed the mic didn't change the cable didn't change his cable and so he left the cable on the whole time and then the thing is I'm like okay he must have fixed that right and then the next band comes on and I think they didn't have as many guitar players or whatever or sorry yeah so we're talking we're just going out of tune so uh, one of the first bands we saw there, they had a very difficult setup. Yeah. the There was a four-piece band, but the vocal player, or the vocal player, the vocalist, the main guy, he was just a vocalist. He had like this, uh, what, six-space like rack? Six-space rack. It looked like he was using a TC Helicon yeah. pedal then, through a some type of processor, vocal processor. So he was like controlling his own delay and his own reverb and like and his own his own high was it lo-fi kind of you know so he was he was messing with it you know it yeah i i see what he was trying to do but with the current dude i mean the, the way the dude was set it up is like every time he would change oh like he'd kick delay on or he'd kick like the lo-fi the guy would turn it up turn it down. i'm like like i'm like stop dude, mixing stop it. it i'm like this guy he mixed or, the whole time like, like he was yeah he was trying to like mix and like oh. fade the bands and stuff like that i'm like stop dude i'm like just leave leave it set the levels and the bands know what they're doing they can fade in their own guitars and fade in their own vocals because the guy had his own vocal processor and stuff like that yeah. he was doing the foot switch and stuff like that where he would have like reverbs or sometimes harmonies in certain parts yeah and like so that was one thing. Okay, so we have the vocalist, which had like a crazy setup. I see what they're trying to do. I would never do that, but yeah. But anyway, uh, <laughs> then the guitarist also played a Shit. keyboard. and He, had, he, he had, had a keyboard. He had a Vox. AC30, so that's yeah. easy to mic up one mic on there. And he had yeah. a crazy pedal board too. Damn, so he, the dude had two H9s, yeah. an Empress. I don't even know which he one. He had a Strymon too. Yeah, he had a lot. A crazy boutique board. I should have taken a, took a picture of it. But anyway, it was looked, dirty as hell. <laughs> the guy uses the shit out of yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. so it's cool. I mean, he had great guitar tone. And then he also had like what a synth or something. Yeah, I didn't I never looked to see what it was. What it was. Yeah. But anyway, so that's one thing. So okay, so mic up the guitar and then out to the synth. And that was one thing that the guy, you know, this band like couldn't like get that one going. And also because partially the guy had the volume all the way down. <laughs> 
the guitarist who was trying to go out of his synth. Anyways, he yeah. couldn't. He's like, the DI is wrong. Da, da, da. So I took like almost a 45 minute fucking setup. Was setup. A bitch. And I was like, dude, this is fucking ridiculous. It's partially because the band wasn't prepared and they brought too much gear and partially because the sound guy wasn't working with them. He didn't know what to do and troubleshoot. Anyway. Yeah, the so bass player. The bass player now. Who played direct. He went DI. So I'm like, yeah. cool. He had a Korg mini log. Yeah. And then he had a uh, Moog Sub 37. Yeah. Kind of cool. Like, And it was like, so you had to like sound check all three of those things. And the guy was <sighs> like, okay, got to get an XLR to this and got to get a you know, DI box to this and make sure to get this and make the levels. And the thing is like with the, um, what the sub, you know, the Moog. He was doing like this, like they were trying to do like live dubstep, which was cool. Yeah, it's a cool idea. But anyways, like because like he didn't have the levels correctly, every time he did like the wow 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 with the Moog, it would just fucking peak and go. I'm like go crazy. I'm like that's the one thing you should turn down. Yeah, anyways. And, then, and then when he played bass, there was it was non-existent. Yeah, there was no bass at all. Yeah, because he just no cab on stage and he went DI yeah. only. And anyway, so that was one thing. That was probably the. Uh, biggest headache of a band for the sound guy and for us as people watching you're like cringing you're like dude you guys brought too much gear you brought too much stuff and you guys don't know how to control it kind yeah. of thing you don't know how to tell a sound guy you don't know what to tell like, him and hey, how help him troubleshoot make sure this isn't loud because i get you know make sure you're not i'm, I'm gonna check it at this volume because it's how loud i get yeah instead of just like praying that he's gonna you know anyways but it was rough. Yeah, the sound guy. Anyway, so it's like anyway. So when he got to the point, uh, you know, not to like blame everything on him, but, but like, he, he fucking kept on. He really kept fucking up. So you thought you would learn anyway. So by the time he got to us, um, guess who got the bad input cable? Your boy, me. You did. And the thing is, he kept on breaking down and setting up in between bands. Yeah, he he would unplug all the cables. And then I'm like, take the mics off stage, and then a band would set up, and then you put them back out. I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You have to like, and then follow the cable back to like the board yeah. and the snake, he, like to see what whoop channel I plugged into. Leave them, leave them. I'm like, I don't know what this guy was doing, and it was like such a yeah. headache. I'm like, you're the one who's making this setup time longer because we drums are set up on side stage, like you should be. Like, not, don't set up your cymbals. Everything's on stage, and everybody just loads them up. And Johnny, uh. Uh, two guns he was there helping Dude, us shout out. out yeah he's you know always the man he's helping us out because you know that's what he wants to do he's like okay cool help brian set up help us bring cabs up on stage and like he's like cool do you need help with anything and he, so like we we were quick we got on stage and like and ready to go in like five <laughs> ten minutes or less yeah all plugged up and ready to go and this guy's like which cable do i run to this so the way they did it they what did di for bass out of the back of your head mm -hmm. right uh, they did a mic for my guitar cab, a uh, mic for both of our vocals. They did a kick drum and they did an overhead just for uh, the drums, which is totally fine. And the thing is, the guy had no idea mic positioning too. Uh, mic he positioning. Just, he just sat it right in front. Well, no, he took like the in between. He the... took the overhead and put it right next to Brian's crash. Oh, yeah, only his crash. And Brian's like, "Are we good?" He's like, "No, yeah, I have the mic set up. Don't worry about it." And Brian's like, "Are you sure, bro? Because it's you it. you're aiming." At like you are three inches away from my crash. You're going to get only crash. Like, why don't you move it over higher and raise it to in between the kit? And the guy looked at Brian like, he said, I'll do it. Dumb. <laughs> and Brian's like, don't worry. I'm so Brian set up the mics and like everything. <laughs> and then Brian told him, he's like, Hey, I have an in-ear. I just give me a line so I can get this instead of a monitor. And the guy like was like, Boo? <laughs> it looked like he was going to like a smoke coming out of his ears. He had no idea what was going on. 
Anyway, so, um, yeah, I had a, you know, he, like, he couldn't figure out the mix and, like, putting the bass, and he he found the bass channel, he found the bass channel a couple songs in, where he's like, oh, I had the bass DI, and then he turned it on. Fucking cranked it, and and that's all we could hear. Well, and it was just like, boom, through our monitors. You guys are looking at me, I'm like, I didn't do anything. Yeah, it wasn't me. Yeah, once <laughs> it turned on, Brian and I looked at Kyle because I'm like, and I, I told, I went after the song was over. I'm like, kill the bass. I don't need bass on in in yeah. my you know in this because I'm like, dude, I'm like, whatever. And then my guitar was like, for you, you were doing the same things. Like, yeah, I you, couldn't hear it. You couldn't hear anything, and I was like, I had, I was had that thing cranked. I think I had it at like one or two o'clock, and it was just cranked because you could only hear my stage volume. But when yeah. you're outside, you can't only yeah. anyway. So we just had to kind of play off of just whatever and then like he would find the guitar and then he'd lose it yeah because like even this guy in the one you know there's people in the crowd and people are watching and then there's one guy in the crowd he's like dude he found he found the guitar don't need to turn it up he found the guitar <laughs> and he's like one guy really liked it he's like yeah you know it's, it's good but it's like you know sound guy you know anyway so yeah. it's like well and then like he when when you told him cut out cut out the bass he dropped everything out of the monitors I'm like this guy and I'm like, dude, and, this guy is just not. And so I turned up my bass even more now, yeah. right? I turned it up and I have now I have those um, the eargasms. Yeah, I don't like those anymore. I was like deaf because they did not block the frequencies I wanted. Yeah. Fuck. Um, yeah, you're saying you may want to do a hybrid set to we put eargasm in one. <laughs> I don't know and, if I'll and, even do that. I think I'll just go back to regular, regular shitty foam. foam. Anyway, so it was just like a lot of things going on, and then playing outdoor. Um, we're bitching a lot on this yeah, one. Yeah, it's good. We're giving them people, you know, the, 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 this some, is what they some, want. some of the business. <laughs> Playing outdoor. Uh, this is some premium uh, shit right here. Derek had mentioned this on the latest tone control episode, yeah. but playing outside is tough. Uh, for yeah. me, I couldn't see um, that some of my pedals on with the, like the oh. LEDs. Like my, I had my Ibanez mini delay on my board, and when I plugged in my pedals, or like when I plugged in, turned my amp off of standby, it was like, and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, the delays on i was like fuck all right guess i'm not using that like but i could see my tu2 you could barely barely I, I couldn't see that the light was on like the actual indicator like the solo red light yeah but i could actually still see like okay. i was in tune and then i was like i couldn't see my chronograph so okay. uh daniel shields which I'm sure he doesn't listen he doesn't listen version two you got to change that you know that the led maybe like little a little brighter, yeah, a little brighter or something like that. Could not see that worth a shit, so I'm like, okay, I just had to be the asshole pulling out my phone and looking at the time. And then, um, but I could see, uh, I could see my fractal no problem, which I was thank goodness. <laughs> yeah, I could see my fractal. I don't know something with the LCD type screen or whatever. It's the green, it's the green with the black with the black yeah. on it. Yeah, I could see that no problem. And then um, I could see the uh, Schnobel tone. No problem. Schnobelton. That tuner, the you know, not that I need a tuner with the Evertune, but it was just like, I was like, oh, that was super bright. So it was kind of yeah. weird that I'm like, all right, that one is- I could have used it though. I could have walked over and yeah. plugged in if I really wanted to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but no, it <laughs> was- me, sir. So that was, that was the show. And then uh, we saw, uh, like I said, our friend's main sale. They were great, but they had the bad input or whatever, or cable or yeah. something. So- it was like, uh, you know, it was a good show, except we didn't be, most of the thing is most people who saw it, they were like, fine. It was no big deal. Yeah. When I saw it, it was fun still. It just yeah, was, it was like, good time, performing it, it just was really, it's like, this is added stress. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You get so, triggered here. So <laughs> I wanted to kind of spin this into a topic. All right. Um, it's something that I think we've talked about and kind of dismissed it before, yeah. but I keep giving it more thought. 
in-ear monitors. Uh-huh. And some, like, you know, that way we don't have to worry about wedges and da-da-da, stuff like that. And we can have a perfect mix on our own every show. Hopefully. Yeah. And so um, I've been doing some research on that. And then the, with in-ear monitors... So maybe this is a topic that I've been just like, kind of like how your synth episode, uh, you've been yeah. researching it and stuff like that. I'll I've just been sit re- back here. Researching um, <laughs> in-ears. Yeah. There's a lot to it. Yeah. So a lot of people who um, play with in-ears that I've talked to and that we know, um, they play in church. So mm-hmm. they have their worship bands and they have a constantly same setup. So it's like kind of maybe, I'm assuming that a lot of people who play, they're like, okay, just get a set of in-ears and then you can plug into our wireless and somebody else will do your mix for you. So they don't have to purchase the whole fucking system. Yeah. But if we did, we'd have to purchase every piece because we don't have a a sponsor or we have nobody else buying them for us. How many pieces are you thinking here? Well, okay. So that's where we go to different types of monitors. So what Brian does um, currently, uh, he's the only one that plays with in-ears and he's the one who's like, oh, in-ears would be a good thing for you guys. In-ears would be a good thing for us. Da, da, da. Yeah. Well, currently what he does is like he has a in-ear set that he like, obviously he doesn't need to be wireless. Yeah. So he can just sit there and plug in. drums are though, which is weird. Yeah. He can just plug into the system. And, um, but the thing is, he's very reliant on if the sound guy can handle it. Yeah. The sound guy barely could handle it the last show. Sound guys sometimes can't handle it at all at certain venues. Brian had to pull his, pull him out because the guy was cranking something. Yeah. And so, okay. So that's one thing, right? (laughs) Yeah. So if we played, one, you and I would have to go wireless. There's no way we could be wired because huh. we're a band. So anyway, so I was looking Can at I the different- Can go with just a short cable? Like so short that's almost well, it's wireless? So short that it's wireless? So, so short. Well, it's like a, you know, patch cable width. It's almost like I'm wireless because it's like short. <laughs> that's a hell of God a bit there. Let me, uh, let me carry this on there. You guys Brian, can marinate on that Brian, one. Brian, you're not funny anymore. So, okay, so- uh, there's the whole thing of like, okay, well, how do you get your sound in? Well, you got to get it from the house guy. Da, 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 da. I'm like, well, that brings up so many complications because it's like, okay, what if we bring our wireless receiver? The guy doesn't have to plug in. He doesn't have the type of thing because maybe he's not doing a like XLR input to like, you know, powered monitors. He's doing power to these monitors. You can't get your line in okay. from there. Da, da, da. You have to get it from the snake and he has to feed it. And some guys can't handle that. And so I was thinking, okay, I was like, I was, I was watching videos and just kind of, you know, seeing this type of thing. There's types of in-ear closed systems to where you bring everything. Yeah. And you bring your own mixer, you bring your own line inputs. Shit. And you plug into there. Anyway, so yeah. It's like that one band we played with that they had like half the stage taken up with that shit. Kind of, but I'm also... Guessing. You can make it more compact than they, what they did, but they also had like uh, sounds, like they had computers running their whole their show and stuff like Ooh. that, and lights and stuff like that. This is not part of that. Um, so, anyways, not saying that we're going to do any of this. It's just me researching it. I'm like, this right. is cool, but also I, I will bring this whole thing to tell you why this is not a good thing. <laughs> okay, so the in ear system can be uh, one system rack that you build. So you need to get your inputs. And determine how many you need, uh-huh. which is like, okay, you can get a XLR splitter to get like uh, eight inputs on an like ARTS8, which is this thing where it's like you get eight XLR inputs and okay. it will split it into two XLR outputs. So the same XLR that you plug in will split to two. So you have 16, is that, is that what it comes out to or no? 
Not necessarily, no. Oh, no. But yes, exactly, there will be 16 cables coming out. Okay. But you get, it's not like you're getting like, so basically you plug in one mic, Uh say the uh, the mic I'm talking into right now would split to two different things. Okay, I see. So I would go one into the Zoom here and then one into if I wanted to go to a PA or something. And then he takes the sound still out of that? Yep. And he takes the sound out of there, which you got to get either a snake or a patch bay to then have him plug into that. Yeah. And then this, like out of the eight channels, you can determine what you want to plug in there. I was thinking, okay- well, this is just me just planning it out, thinking I'm like, oh, this could be kind of cool. Um, I watched uh, Fluff's video, so Riffs, Beards, and Gear, his guy, that yeah. guy, uh, Troy from Gear Gods, his YouTube video, and then I watched uh, C2A has a YouTube channel, and he talks about his in years, which nice. he's on tour with, like, like he's at like you know bigger shows. His whole thing, so maybe is all all like a, what a six space rack or whatever, but he or eight space rack, but he's doing two fractals for him and his guitar player. And he's doing a focus right with a laptop that's running um uh synthesizer uh drum keys, tracks and uh, keys uh, they have a live drummer oh, okay. but and then he's also running bass tracks because the bass player couldn't tour okay that's all running to front of house but also to a you should call him up and say hey i'll do it yeah <laughs> i could not For play free. any of those bass tracks um anyway so his system is a little easier because it's just uh you know fractals going into a focus yeah. right going into no the computer. vocals or anything yeah and he doesn't do any of that uh, so his whole system, and then he has two wireless packs just for him and his guitar player. Nice. Anyway, so that's kind of like, oh, that's kind of cool. Anyway, so I started watching these YouTube hole, the rabbit hole or whatever. So I'm like, okay, you need to plug into this thing, which you need to get like a mixer or whatever to be able to like plug your all your inputs in. Like I said, you would determine what you want. So maybe two vocals, bass, guitar, maybe some drums, and then that's it. And then you determine from there plugging into the mixer. Mm-hmm. Which I'm like, oh, there's a bunch of different ones. There's some that are nowadays uh, rack mixers, which are wireless, which, you know, I'm like, oh, it'd be kind of cool. We could each have our phones plug into the wireless and like pick like our mixes, which we want to the, di- there's up to eight outputs on certain ones, whatever. And we get our own feeds. That one sounds cheap. No. Um, <laughs> but I'm like, okay. And then, you, you know, you need like, you know, outputs and the cables and stuff like that. So I'm like, that'd be kind of cool. I was thinking about that. And I was like, that'd be nice to build. It'd be like a pipe dream. And you'd be like, oh, okay, cool. That's going to be about three to $4,000. Because <laughs> with the wireless packs and everything too. Um, I was like, cool. And I was just like talking it out with Brian because I, I know he likes in-ears. And he's like, okay, the thing is, that sounds like a great idea. But, you know, okay, going, we need to get, you know, signal going into that, you know, first channel strip to then to be able to split it so that you got to think of like our mics for live shows if we use the house stuff we have to unplug from his snake that he's running to his board yeah. and then plug into our system and then take then another run cable our, run our snake from out of that system back into his yeah. you know patch uh, snake into his board and he Brian's like okay that's not going to take that much time just to go like okay change up to eight you know inputs and then go back into but I'm like how many uneducated sound belligerent guys. sound guys do we know have we seen more than we can count right yeah you're pl- unplugging what you're plugging into what you're doing what i'm like no no we know what we're doing Da-da-da. which one you know just tell us what numbers to go into for each one you're doing what and so anyway so brian said i'm cool that. i'm cool i'm cool i'm cool but cool, i don't man. want you book, touch. Don't, don't touch that but i'm cool i'm like oh we know what we're doing i'm cool man so we're like okay so i was just talking with brian I'm like okay well um what about like if we like from uh, your uh, bass pedal board, we do a splitter to where you have your XLR out from your uh, Sans amp, but we split it uh-huh. 
from there, so I'm like, we already have our XLR plugged in to there, ours, that yeah. runs into this system. So I'm like, okay, we're not touching your snake at all. You plug in whatever you're going to plug into the base, to, into this one. We're taking this one and plugging it into our system. And then for my guitar, I'm like, okay, I would, if I got that torpedo cab thing, uh-huh. I would get a splitter for my like little uh, setup. I'm like, I'm taking my signal. You take my signal also. Do what you're going to do with it. I'm going to do what I'm going to do with it. And then we could just, uh, all we have to unplug and replug in is uh, the vocals. So you and I would have to yeah. get, take his his cable, plug it into a splitter, and then we take that signal and run into there. And then we just get like a, a trash mic and like a condenser or whatever, put it under Brian's uh, drum seat. And he never gets that signal, but we run that signal into that system, in-ear system. A trash mic, what'd you call it? It's, we, they call it a trash mic, where it's like, it's just to get the, some of this drum sound. Oh. Um, so it's like you cut so you can kind of get oh get some of the symbol because the drums are so loud anyway you put like a little like mic under there and then you just run it just for like some sound of the drums I think that just tripled our our 10 minute setup exactly our, our slow our slow 10 minute and then we're and, usually faster fa- <laughs> uh, and so anyway so I was thinking about that just talking it over with Brian it's like okay that sounds like the quickest way so it went from plugging in eight things yeah. and then getting a better mix into plugging in five things and getting it oh still a, a okay mix and we get used to that okay so that just added more to the setup time which is actually not that much more things yeah. we got to plug in we well, still a lot more prep before more practice yeah yeah more plugins and stuff like that and then I'm like I don't know I just think of like I was just thinking about it and I'm like not that I'm like, this is going to happen anytime soon or yeah. if it's going to happen at all. I was just looking at it. I'm like, that's interesting. What, what about my synth setup? Yeah, that is never going to happen with this band. <laughs> so that, uh, I don't know. So <laughs> kill my dreams. All of this, I'm like to say, I'm like, I think what we're eventually going to do, just because I'm like, okay, um, I don't think we're ever, we're going to do in-ears anytime soon if we ever do. I think we'd have to be a way bigger band to make that investment yeah. a, a worthwhile thing. Because so far, even Brian said, I think just getting a better signal for guitar to this front of house, and we should bring better cables. Because if we can determine a bad cable, let's bring these sinusoid cables yeah. just to switch it out. Hey, your cable's fucked up, dude. Here's a good one. Boom, done. Hey, other bands, figure it out. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. And then, because like, I, I was thinking, I'm like, the whole show, I'm like, man, things could have been so much better. If I would have had that torpedo cab XLR out, if I would have brought my 30-foot pink sinusoid XLR cable, it would have been better. I could have saved the show. I could have done better for us. I could have done better for the crowd. You could. Why didn't you do it? It's like a, it's like Schindler's List. Yeah, you I should have. I had that one cable. I could have saved the show. <laughs> this one XLR, I could have saved it. I would have done it. <laughs> man, that's a tough sell. Um, yeah, bad joke, but it's still... I, I, I didn't think about it. And the thing is, I didn't even pack the XLRs because I'm like, I should have. Yeah. XLR cables at least. I'm like, anyway, so that's my whole thing. I don't think that's going to happen you know, in years, but I think it's a worthwhile just to talk about it. I'm like, apprehensions for us, yeah. you and I both have the same thing. And even Brian, who is a big advocate for having in-ears, setup time and you're not going to be able to have it for every venue. Yeah. You would have to email every single venue every time we play and then they could still not give you an answer. There's like maybe one or two venues in San Diego that could work a rig like that. Yeah. It's like you talk to Shiloh at the Moreau. He mm-hmm. knows exactly what he's like. Nope, don't, no problem, do. I can do that. Yeah. But you can, like any other venue, maybe Soda Bar. 
and then possibly Casbah. Yeah, Casbah, stuff like that. But you have to make sure to get there. Anyway. Of like the medium-sized venues. Yeah, it, it's just not a practical thing for us, our size band. A bigger bands, totally. Like like I said, I saw like the Fluff, you know, his video and, and C2A. They are all bigger bands that are playing bigger venues that, you know, kind of call for that sort of thing. Yeah. They like have writers. They're doing, you know, yeah, gig, say, you should include that in the writer with a bottle of Jack. Yeah. <laughs> couple so, crispy boys. All right. So I did talk to, you know, or text with uh, a couple of friends about in-ears. Cause I'm like, oh, it's going to be a loose topic I wanted to bring up. Uh-huh. So I talked to Adam Rohr uh, from oh, the Let yeah. Him Hear podcast. And I'm like, okay, because I know he plays in church and I think he had mentioned in-ears and uh, on one of his shows, or I think he did Clifton's show, talked about it. What's up, dog? How did many? You know, I was asking him about it. He's like, he does not like it. He's gone back to wedges and stuff like that. Okay. And he had mentioned it just, uh, it's like, it feels like you're playing, like this was his thing. He's like, it feels like you're playing on a track on a okay. CD instead of playing live. It's like, okay. it takes the, like the live element out of it. It's like, it's weird because like you're isolated, which is kind of the point of it to be like, you're blocked out from the world and you're only getting your mix. Yeah. And it's one thing I heard from, uh, Sean Tolley, um, and from Steve Rao from 60 Cycle, I mentioned to him, it's like, you have to get a good mix. And I was talking to Steve about it as well, because I know he does it at his church, but he's like at a church where he's there every week or every time he's going, he's going into a situation he knows. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, get good in-ears. And so it has to be able to block things out. And he's like, he's very, he was mentioning, he's like, I'm very particular, but pick particular about my mix. So he's like, I'm changing it almost all the time. Yeah. So he's he like he's like I you know turning things up turning things down da 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 and he's like he's like he's he had mentioned that he's kind of if you could hear everything and it sounds good it doesn't matter as much to him but he's like he could you know said like oh you know it could be you could see why people wouldn't like it and so almost he plays bass he's not singing right mm-mm. okay so uh, but you can hear everything you can turn things down that you don't want and he's mentioned that his drummer plays with the drum shields and stuff like that. Yeah. He's always getting the good sound, you know, sound in, but he's able to turn things, you know, up and down as he wants. And I think unanimously, unanimously, they all said drummers would love that because, they, <laughs> yeah. and Brian does, he likes it. But also Brian is also a guy he knows from setting up and tearing down and being a punk rock band. Go, go, go. The less is more. So he's like, in-ears would be great, but probably let's start with just always bringing XLRs in case there's bad ones. And you kind of have your shit locked in with that uh, Sans amp, always yeah. going there at a DI and whatever stage amp you have. They don't need to go out of there. You just go out of the Sans amp. Yeah. Having that last in the chain is kind of the him, best. I had him go through the amp because the cable he was using was missing the little dongle, that little lock oh, in the okay. tooth. Yeah. I was like, that might fall off on the front of the stage. Mm-hmm. So I like wrapped so it he around. So he had just had shitty cables. Yeah. So I wrapped it around the oh, the, the handle and then put it in there so there's no weight on it. Got it. Oh, that's so smart. I'm like, all right, well, that's hopefully it. it stays in there. And then, you know, mine was a shitty cable, so it's like, okay, um, yours, like, you kind of have that locked in. Yeah. For the sand amp and most of your, I mean, all your base amps have a XLR out, which is you know DI out, which is good. Yeah. A sand amp is probably easiest go to. And then for me, I don't have that option. I always have to mic it. I none of my, I don't have any outs on my fractal. My fractal is not amp, you know, cab yeah. sim type deal. So I have to uh, rely on mics wherever we go, miking, 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 miking. Poor, poor boy. And so it's fine, but I'm like, okay, we know everybody's fucking different. So like to me, that solution is going to be that Torpedo Cab M. The new one that came out has an XLR out. Just put it on top of the 
I would, yeah, put it okay. on top. And so they can just direct off of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's not a load box. It sounds like I'm doing commercial for it. It's not a load box. It's, it's not just, a load box. It's just uh, taking a, that load and uh, it's not, it has to go to a, a hey now, <laughs> your face. <laughs> that load is hitting the back wall. You <laughs> <laughs> call it a load box. I was like, is that what you call yourself? It's, Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so it's uh, dirty jokes. It's oh, you're it's, not going to cut that out. <laughs> it's uh, t- I still have to get my I still can get my stage volume okay. speaker, which I like the idea of that because we're a band, we're a bond. What a bond! I'm like what like, a bond from <laughs> what a we're, bond. We're a band that needs to have the stage volume because you couldn't ever just go di for bass. It'd be yeah. like really weird not hear anything. And I couldn't just go DI for guitar. I just need to hear something. So anyway, so I'm I'm thinking about, you know, in ears and stuff like that. But it probably is going to be starting off with just improving the signal I give to front of house. Yeah. Because if I can, you know, give them a two piece jigsaw puzzle, you guys here you go. <laughs> you got to put that last piece together, and you guys have it. <laughs> then good luck with that, fellas. Yeah. Uh, then let me know if then you need help. I with hope this. that we can just set them up for success. You yeah. let them, you know, don't be there. You know, they're not there to ruin things for you, but it's like you don't want to make things complicated. So in ear, in ears, I think would complicate things a little bit more. But I did some homework and I was just watching videos and it's fun and it's interesting to see how these things go down. That might not be a thing for us, but maybe if we start getting bigger and getting paid yeah, for more happen. shows, yeah. that you know, <laughs> maybe we would move to that. But I don't know. It was like from the outside looking in on what in-ears could be. And yeah, I'm like, it's kind of it's kind of cool, but I'm like, I just, I know we've played so long without ever being able to hear ourselves that we yeah. can get by. So That was the longest topic I think we've ever had. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I had to get nerdy there. Except talking about Johnny Ray. Yeah. Or Johnny Ray talking about Johnny Ray. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so that was a long one, but I thought it was fun. It was good. Uh, yeah. You know, let's... let's I feel educated. Okay, so, uh, you know, long-winded, that topic, but I thought it was it was partially educational, partially, like, just me, you know, yeah, just, I, I watched your talk, so I'm going to you, talk like I'm an expert. <laughs> you educate me on something, I might buy it next week. Yeah. Be careful. <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I bought a whole setup. I bought a whole setup, I, baby. I have an in-ear setup for my garage. <laughs> Wireless setup. <Yeah. laughs> Talking about a garage player or a bedroom player. <laughs> so um, it was last week. I posted on Instagram just a stupid uh, thing in our stories. Like I, I everything you do. Uh, okay, good one. You should try yeah, posting more anything. on Instagram. Maybe uh-huh. that would be smarter. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I posted a picture just like of like, uh, and like an anime meme or whatever saying, hey, we're recording tonight. We don't have any topics planned. Last week's episode went off without a hitch. We've planned it out, made it go. It was main, not really a, a call out for topics. It was just something to post. And I'm like, I wanted to post a picture of Rika from Love Live Sunshine. That was what it was. But people kind of, you know, a couple of fr- you know, friends messaged us to be like, hey, why don't you talk about this? They thought we were friends in need. But uh, we will eventually need topics. So, yeah. but I figured Save like them. not to ign- ignore these. I <laughs> no. didn't want to ignore them. So I'm like, hey, you know, it's like they're our, our buddies, and they gave us some topics to gab about. So I wanted to hit up a couple of these. These were from the Instagram. So they call out, not call out for topics. <laughs> this first one, uh, we only had two, uh, but the the first one comes from Gun Street Wiring Shops, Sean Arbo. Oh yeah. So he uh, posed this question for us. If Brian were to start playing competitive video games, would he be a big trash talker, winning, losing, or the uh, quit and throw his controller when the lag hits, quote, unquote? Oh, man. <laughs> I think he'd be a combo of both. 
I'd be you'd be trash talking when the lag hits and throwing your controller. Yeah, and then like, <laughs> like you son of a bitch. There's no way that you're 12 years old. The, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like the like the worst one. Like, oh, yeah, the worst parts of both of those things. That's what I would be. <laughs> yeah, would be when things don't both. go my way, it's a fucking glitch. It's a fucking glitch. This this game well, sucks. That's how I am. Like, oh, it's f- oh, did you see that lag? It lagged right there. It lagged right there. It happens though. I'm out. <laughs> the game lags, so it gets it, it fucks you up. Oh huh? man, sometimes yeah, it lags. Other times, you know, smooth as butter. Boom, headshot. Lag is a drag. <laughs> so st- yeah, I, I don't know if you'd be throwing controller actually, but you'd definitely be making excuses. Have you ever thrown a, one of these controllers? No, never. Because I've, they're like fucking 50, 60 bucks. Right? Yeah, I would never do that. I've like, I've wanted to. I've but never, never th- left my hand. I've never thrown a. Video. I've dropped them. Yeah, I've never thrown a video game controller. But I remember when I was a kid, my dad would. He'd break the N64 controllers. He'd break this SNES one. He would throw one. them? He'd just smash them on the ground. He's like, damn it. Why well, would he do that? Intense moments when he would. Oh. What was and he then, playing? Uh, Mario. <laughs> 64? Mario, Mario Kart. Oh, God. 64. And then Mario, Mario Kart, regular one. And then Super Mario World. Yeah. It was like... <laughs> <laughs> he would break them, but he would, and then he'd be like, "Gotta go buy one." I would buy another he's, one. He's bringing, he's putting the bacon on the table or the bread. Yeah, what so, is it? Yeah, bread and butter. And then our buddy uh, Train would <laughs> oh, always man. bust those things. Yeah. And so it got to a point where his like his uh, uh, grandma was only buying him the cheapest, like off-brand ones. <laughs> yeah. And they were the shittiest ones. The ones so, that were clear? Yeah, yeah. No, they were the ones that were like, they were the N64 controllers that didn't have like the wings, oh, oh, the like wings. the whole, whole just... handles. It was like the one where it's like a box kind of that you're holding. <laughs> it's like a cardboard box. Yeah, no, it was like, it was like you yeah, couldn't. It's chunky. Yeah, it, it was chunky. There was no wings and it was not ergonomic at all. It's like, <laughs> God damn it, dude. You have the shittiest fucking controllers because he broke them all. So we just get the cheapo, like blockbuster off brand ones, whatever you oh, can get. Man. And like and that, yeah. So I've never, I've never thrown a controller and I don't think I would just because I know yeah. how much those things cost. Well, and I don't, I, I, I tend to take care of most of my equipment. So I don't think I'd break games. No. Take the CD out and snap it in half. <laughs> oh God, no! Damn, I you'd have to get really mad for that. Yeah, you have to wait for it to turn off. <laughs> oh, you son of a bitch! Snap. <laughs> Too long. That was so like not climactic. Show that game. Gotta go buy it again. Uh, all right. Well, here's the. Uh, Next question, or the I guess the, the other question that we had from uh, Derek at the Tone Control. Oh, he said, uh, "Bing, <laughs> uh, compressor pedals. Do you use them? Does he know this why, in the show, <laughs> or why not? <laughs> I use the shit out of it. Well, guitar. Oh, we fuck. all know for bass, no. you use them. No, fuck, fuck no, dude. dude. <laughs> uh, um, I own one. I don't. I own like a, other than my bass one." Which yeah. isn't really even a bass one. Yeah, other than the Serpents. <laughs> other that's other kinda... than the Serpents, I have that uh, DOD compressor. Oh, and also the... MXR. MXR, the, the... custom comp. Yeah. Do I don't you... really need them. <laughs> don't like them, don't need them. I don't really need it. I got I got the custom comp because it was a good deal. <laughs> custom shop. Yeah. And you're like... It's a custom shop compressor. Come yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, it was... A, it was it's a... still the same two knob one as the Dynacomp. Yeah, and you're I know. Like, oh, did you guys improve upon I, this I at all? I think it or? is different, though. 
Okay. It's got to be. Don't they make a Dynacomp script? Like, oh, this sounds yeah. better. I don't <laughs> know, but the, it's like a custom shop, so it's got to be good. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, w- I played that one only here, and I was just not impressed with it. But also... Yeah. I kind of don't... I, I don't know. I, like... I have one. Seriously, I, I have one compressor. I like it. That's fine. I I don't even. I I use my the bass compressor correctly sometimes. Yeah. If I pull it out of the bag and the knobs turn, I won't use it correctly. I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I just but like it. These ones, I I plug them. I'm like, yeah. What's it doing to my guitar tone? Oh well, I don't with know. The, yeah, with bass, <laughs> I I like it just like barely there. Yeah. Like kind of just making this. I don't know. I I like kind of just kissing the signal, and then with a. Uh, compressor for guitar i like it like the squashy like metal on clean no i mean metal like the distorted amp is or pedals are going to compress the signal anyways and but with the compressor i like to put it on the clean or like you know kind of a edge of breakup uh, Uh amps and then like i don't know just squash the signal to make it really and it makes it more spanky sparkly kind of deal and i'm like that's how i banky yeah when i do i really only use it when i have like do arpeggios and like kind of like you know picking lines not like i don't do chords with compressor because i'm like yeah no i just i'm not really into that type of sound but when i'm doing like you know single note things and it's really only like single it's not even like doing like you know solo type runs or anything like that and or, or like bends where i'm trying to make those pop and everything more even it's like really just when i'm doing like picking like out of chord lines like you know think of like the type of shit of like uh adam song or what's my age again from blink 22 i kind of want that super clean just bright, yeah. just bing 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 you can hear every note and it, and it like will carry it'll hold out the notes because it's a lot of like with those type of uh arpeggio like i call them arpeggio picking lines um I ha- I the chords ringing out or like the notes ringing out are what make you know complement everything else that's kind of kind of how I write those lines. I'm like, yeah. oh, and a compressor helps with that. But um, even on, I have compressors which are they're fine in my um, fractal, and I can add them on to every scene if I want. I never need them live because my amp is kind of distorted enough as it is, and I'm like, compressor is not really going to help with that. But in the studio, I do like a compressor. I use the um, for guitar at least uh, bass. I like to have it a lot. I feel like it's it really helps the signal. But for guitar, SP comp exotic. Totally fine. Super easy. Has yeah. three knobs. Do you want low compression, medium compression, or high compression? And then here's your volume, and here's the blend of how much of that compression you want. Man. And that's done. It's and super it comes easy. with the compression socks. Yeah. <laughs> Just get, get you covered. And that was, that. I don't know, that's kind of it. So I do like compression on clean and only in the studio. I'll never, I don't really use it live. I don't see a point. Maybe um, if we do start playing cleaner live, maybe. I don't know. But I'm like, eh, I don't really see a point to it much but yeah those uh i didn't want to like ignore those questions um i didn't call out for them but i appreciate you guys so thank you sean thank you derek yeah uh you know thanks for uh you thanks know. for providing uh the fun yeah <laughs> so uh we had uh, one last thing you wanted to bring up probably should have been a what's it, new it should, it should have been fuck. probably the opener of the show yeah it fuck, like fuck the idiots it floored the <laughs> fuck out of me all right so i think it was late night went to you know, let me set the scene for you. <laughs> Late night in Austin, drove to get some food just for the next day at a Walmart. Mm-hmm. And this is like a super Walmart, which we don't actually have here. Those do not exist here in they, San Diego. They, they don't. I, th- I think it's something with the zoning or with like, 
legislation. They weren't able to get them in. Too much dopeness in one area. There's like, we can't have that. Um, Happened to walk. There are a lot of new things. I'm in a new town, you know. Shocking the system here. Yeah, there's things you've never seen before. Yeah. Um, Let me break you into it. For example, jalapeno flavored M&M's. What the fuck? I've I've never seen it. Yeah. All right. It's and it said Mexican jalapeno. Like no. they can't be from Arizona or the, you know. yeah. So they're Mexican. What the ones. heck? Anyways, it was interesting. I didn't buy them. Um, but what really got me was the cereal aisle. Yeah. Like some new, uh, all brands that you know. Yeah, but just not in this, not in your cereal bowl though. Different offshoots. So maybe I'm just getting old and I'm. You know, well, that's weird. Why? Why are these kids? These damn kids. Back in my day, we had these. We had to like walk the cereal aisle, like crouch down and get the bags of cereal. <laughs> we had to pop open a barrel full yeah. of oats. Um, yeah. So Sour Patch Kids cereal. Jesus fucking Christ. Sa- that's that's not even like chocolate's already like pushing that yeah, like, boundary hey, of yeah, cereal. This is kind of like a this fucking. Is, Treat Sour Patch Kids. I, I don't like sour. I don't like the fucking. Uh. I don't like kids either. Yeah, or the patchiness. <laughs> but All I'm right. like, no, Sour Patch Kids. That's fucking gross candy, and they made it into a, to a cereal. Yeah. Oh God, kids are fucked nowadays. <laughs> They're screwed. Um, chicken and waffles, also from Post. These are like major it's brand a Post brand chicken yeah, and waffles. It's what not the just fuck? like an off brand chicken and waffles. So I'm what sure the, what the it's hell? probably maple syrup with. Chunks Ch- of chicken in there, <laughs> like <laughs> salmonella chicken, Ch- chicken jerky. Yeah, what what would be the? Ch- I don't even know what the chicken flavor would be. It's probably just the breadedness. I don't know. God damn, Chips Ahoy. I mean, I never seen it. Oh, Chips Ahoy. Yeah, Chips Ahoy. Because they had uh, Cookie Crisp yeah. back in the day. Which I've have have you have you seen that in the supermarket lately? Ever? I don't ever walk down the cereal supermarket. Aisle. Um. Yeah, I don't like. I'd never walked down the cereal. Also, long. they had Cookie Crisp. That, that's also yeah. on my list. Yeah, and not that like. Oh well, it's just like. Oh, you where got, have you been all my life? You got you know stomping on, each, on each other's toes with the Cookie Crisp. I don't and think the I've Chips ever ever had Cookie Crisp. It's garbage. Not Is good. It? I thought they were. I legit. It's like I was so fucking crunch. dumb. I thought they were legit little cookies when I was a kid. And they're I tried, not. No, they're like they look like cookies. Oh, well, I'm sure. <laughs> fucking. Maybe Chips Ahoy, we got to try that. Yeah, there you go. Fly it's a, it's, it's, they take Chips Ahoy cookies, and here you go. <laughs> Maybe. How many kids would fucking just be like a fucking beach ball if they actually had that? <laughs> All right, so the uh, Nilla banana pudding, like the Nilla wafers. Uh, yeah. In, in a cereal. In a cereal. God damn. I mean, I can't be that bad. No, but I'm like, who has that for breakfast? <laughs> you're you're playing the same. Jeez, you gotta have Nilla a, wafers for breakfast. Yeah, damn, you gotta have a bong hit transplant to eat one of these. <laughs> <laughs> um, chocolate toast crunch. Mm. So this is cinnamon from toast. Cinnamon, yeah, this is the cinnamon the toast. So it's like Jesus Christ. Yay, you know your French toast crunch. That was a thing too, right? That was, and I haven't seen that in like probably twenty I remember years. When we were kids, we were like, we tried yeah. it, and I'm like, man, this fucking sucks. And they, they also got, had got, French Toast Crunch. It's okay. Jeez. Christ. And then, so in the Cinnamon Toast Crunch family, they had churros. So Cinnamon Toast Crunch churros. Isn't that kind of just the same thing? It as, is the fucking same thing. <laughs> but they're shaped differently? in a different part of the world. Yes. Cinnamon yeah. sugar 
on some we bread. Get more uh, <laughs> sabor <laughs> with this one. Sabroso. Yeah. Um. And then there was uh, like Cheerios, different variations. One I'd never seen before is the chocolate peanut butter Cheerios. Good golly, Miss Molly. Sounds really, <laughs> that sounds pretty really good. good. <laughs> then they also just the regular chocolate. Yeah. Cheerios, which I've seen before, but not in this big ass box. Mm-hmm. It's family size. Um, now, when you did see a regular sized box of life cereal. Yeah. Instead of like an eight ounce or five ounce or whatever. Or like how it's like thinner, shorter, like yeah. life cereal, which I always wanted when I was a kid. The box was small and it was like way more expensive. It was dad, like two more dollars. would be like, no, that's not a good value. Yeah. This was like a 12 or 14 ounce box. It was just like, yeah. That's like Regu- standard. Regular standard size box of life. That's crazy. Um, another one, Pop-Tart cereal. I've never seen that. And it's not even like the go one. It's the strawberry one. What do they? What do they even look like? Let me see this picture here. It's just like little, like they're filled. They're oh, filled. Okay, yeah, they're. You've filled. probably seen it. It was like those, uh, yeah. Um, and then there's Dippin' Dots cereal. I didn't even know that brand. It's cookies and cream one. If you're wondering. Good. <laughs> yeah, I've seen Dippin' Dots. Are they just like sh- throwing brands on just sugar? I think so. High fructose corn syrup balls, and they're like, "Yeah, this is a dipper drop." <laughs> and then you know, like the honey made, like squ- like thing you make, like you yeah. take to a campfire and make oh, like yeah. graham crackers. Yeah, they have s'mores, so okay. they already have pre made little s'mores cereal, like stacks, uh, like in cereal, so, uh, in milk. Dang. So you're gonna pour pre made s'more stacks in. I don't know. Is that, is that, uh, that's what you call s'more them. stacks. S'more s'more stacks. It's a smorgasbord. Smorgasbord. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then just weird, like, um, man, that's my cereal rant, I guess, yeah, it's but just like, like it's, if we want to continue into breakfast foods, it, they had a whole bunch of Pop-Tarts I've never seen before. It's just, it's just too much. They had the chocolate peanut butter Pop-Tarts. Oh, man. Like, it was a special edition, but they said it's back, like, I've seen it before. It's, it's, like, kids, <laughs> kids nowadays, parents, lock up your kids. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man, it's crazy. It's... <laughs> Everything's bigger and I guess better and it's, sugarier in Texas. Maybe there's other parts in the, of the U.S. that have I, all I these bet crazy it's just cereals. Alice County, there's more. Yeah, maybe just. I probably could have just gone, you know, hundred miles and found this shit. Yeah, jeez. Maybe we're just the uh, yeah. Everybody we're says, like, oh, you guys have a, uh, you know, the weather and you know the beach and stuff like that here. Well, we don't have don't, the cereals. Don't. Yeah. Yeah, we don't so have. So think before you speak. Yeah, we're pretty you fucking ignorant. Fuck. Destitute over here. <laughs> <laughs> We, we don't have it all. On this, I'm, I'm dropping some knowledge on this fucking mic. <laughs> Jesus. We're pretty rowdy tonight. Ah, <laughs> oh, dang. So we had to bring it back after the, the in-ears sesh. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's, Born really, let's, let's uh, hey, you know, sometimes it's, uh, we're, we could be educational, but sometimes we're even more educational and dropping some real knowledge that people can use like this fucking cereal rant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's reel it in here. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Tone Tricks podcast. We love you for it. And if you guys love us, you guys can, uh, you know, follow along on the show on social media. We have Instagram at the Tone Tricks and we have a Facebook group. Just search the Tone Tricks and you guys will find it. And if you guys want to leave us a review or a rating on iTunes, that'd be great. If you guys write a review and it gets published, we will read them on the air and give you a shout out. If I can read it, if it's in English, yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah, if you guys do one <laughs> not in English, we haven't had one of those. Yeah. We'll, we'll translate it, and yeah. it probably will sound really bad, but yeah. we'll do our best. <clears throat> so, uh, that'd be great, and it would be much appreciated. I want to say they're helpful, 
because you know like I don't, yeah. they, like oh to more, us but not to anyone else. I don't know if it's like you know the ratings oh, this is information help you know get the word out on the tone jerks. But if you guys really like what you hear, you guys could help support the show on Patreon for as little as $1 a month, but for 2 bucks a month you get something Toll dollars. Just 2 bucks a month you guys get an extra episode every week. We're uh, you know giving you the good stuff. And just for, you know, the little donation there, we're going to give you a a shout out, a sizable acknowledgement. Kyle has got a list of hot names. Give it to me, baby. All right. So I I did something different. I I switched all the names around. Okay. Not a single one's in the same spot. Okay. So it's like a card and you just shuffled them all. Yeah. I just shuffled everybody. So the dealer's choice. If if you liked where you were, just send me a a DM. I'll put you back. Just slide into the DMs. Just slide into my DMs. (laughs) Okay. All right, give me those names. All right. We have Brett Alexander, Stephen Conradi, Doug King, Andrew Walsh, Michael Newman, Adam Rohr from the Let Him Hear podcast. Oh, Jesus, they're all, all different. I'm Bruce like... Banana, <laughs> Colin Smith, Doug Gann. I broke up the Dugs. <laughs> yeah. You know, they were, they were uh, throwing a mute Get, they were getting to, They were getting too comfy. They, yeah, they were, they were, uh, Gonna overthrow yeah, the stage gonna... of coup. <laughs> Fucking so I had, to, I had to put them on different sides of the room. They were getting too rowdy. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, we have uh, Aaron Taylor, Jason Fuzzmonger, Abe Newman, Jim Bowers, Doug Christ, Joseph from Like My Pedals, and Will Lahew from the Just Surprise Me podcast. Uh, we have Johnny Ray Ray. We have <laughs> Jamie Davis, Sean Fahey. <laughs> Johnny Ray Ray and Jay May. It should be J Ray Ray. Johnny Ray, Jay May. Should I, should I try Ray. rhyming on another order? Oh, you should. should you should I, make no. Fuck it. You should make a rap. <laughs> You're like it took you enough to write these down in a different order. I don't yeah. think we're gonna get a rap. Anyways, keep on. All right, uh, Sean Fahey, Steve, Mike, Digger from Fatfoot Effects, Alvaro Viramontes, Brian from Nutter Guitars, Nicholas Payson, Sean Arbo from Gun Street Wiring Shop, Co Schneider from the Flip and Flippers Podcast, Kevin Equits from Equits Guitars, Leon from Pelican Noisers. I put all those guys because they're like tight. Tight. <laughs> You know, and then uh, last but not least, Matt Quine. Hi, Mark. <laughs>